mind, tell them we up next, you can't stop that uh-huh. <laughs> This your favorite podcast, favorite podcast Every show is lit, baby, you know what we finna do Slick on talk, that slick talk, he gon' get political okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga, oh well We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yes, episode 56, we in the building. This is the first podcast of the year. You already know what it is. I'm the host with the most, B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? How y'all doing? Security! Yeah. Oh, baby, we had a mass house here until now. <laughs> I had to make myself feel better. All right, all right. You already know what it is, the first part of it. Yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed the two special episodes that we released. You know, I hope y'all going crazy and seeing the highlights of 2021, but it's 2022. We in the building. You already know before we get started, please follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If you have any branded deals, business opportunity, email us at This Might Not Go at gmail.com. All right. You know what it is. New year, new same pod. Tell me, bro, weekly check ins. How you feeling, Brody? Like shit. I'm still getting over the Rona. Oh man, I did, I wasn't gonna mention it because you know a lot of people be like, oh yeah, just y'all didn't have a pod. What what's today's date? The thirteenth, and we didn't have a new episode. The cat's out the bag. Our, our beloved co-host Slick Grayson is a Rona carrier. All right, fuck you. First of all, <laughs> I don't have it's, it's past ten days. This shit whooped my ass. Like, I lost twelve pounds. I couldn't talk for like four days. I couldn't. I probably only had four meals since the new year started <laughs> um yeah nah this shit's not fun uh, my energy is going and y'all gonna hear it like i'm a, uh, this is b episode i normally say that off top off the um, off um mic but this is b episode he gonna hold it down today i'm here though yeah we couldn't go three weeks without an episode so you know we gonna drop right. this for y'all but um yeah I'm all right. so you, wait wait uh, wait are you saying catching the run as a as a new diet plan Fuck you, fuck you, It was inadvertent. I'm a skinny nigga, so it's like it was not. I can't afford to lose 13 pounds. All the niggas on this podcast can afford to lose 13 pounds. I'm not. You one. No chubby nigga season is here, though. You already know. Winter time is over, nigga. What are you talking about? Winter don't end until Christmas, February. We Christmas, still lit. It's Christmas, cold in New York. Christmas you know, is, wait. You know, New York City weather. Cold weather don't end until probably the first week of April. <laughs> that is true, but nah, shit. I ain't seen no skinny nigga memes after Christmas. Bitches was trying to get their back rubbed and blown out while the holidays was going on. You know, Valentine's Day they got they need options. They can't just have one. Sorry, ladies, I put y'all oh, bitches yeah. out there. I ain't mean to call y'all bitches. Right. It's just you know, blame it on the Rona or whatever. I say that's out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> How you feeling? Everything, good. blame it on the road. Matter of fact, name an episode. Blame, blame it on, on the road. Like, we're not, we're not going to sit here and you know if, if, if we, if we, you know, we have to do our disclaimer for the toxic segment. If you say all women, or we might generalize, just blame it on the road. That's a fact. <laughs> a nigga still sweating, still. <laughs> I got a headache now. Fuck it. But yeah, we we here. How you feeling though? It's good. Oh man, I didn't I didn't have the Rona, but I had I had some body injury. Like I was in a boot for for a week with my damn ankle. 
my body breaking down on me. I had like a joint diffusion. So I was already out of the case, you know, so I'm back now. I'd be able to walk now. Got a slight limp, but I'm okay. And then other than that, my New Year's resolution went to shits. <laughs> it's not, I didn't even make it to half the I didn't even make it to half to the half of the month yet. And my and my New Year's resolution went to shits. But I'm gonna try to get on it. I'm gonna try to be more consistent. I'm 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 trying to hold myself more accountable this year, you know, big milestone this year. So yeah. What was your resolution, you old nigga? I ain't gonna let, I ain't gonna say that because you know now niggas gonna niggas in public gonna try to hold me to it. Don't do that. But that's important. <laughs> that's important. If you nah. try, if you trying to do something something major, make a change. You gotta have random people hold you accountable. You gonna be mad. Like who the fuck is you talking to? But it's you know like, you, you right. know who you know you know you know who I want to hold us accountable for our New Year's resolution. Our damn Patreons. If you go subscribe to our Patreon, then I'll tell you my New Year's resolution, and you can personally keep me accountable. Oh, uh, fair enough. Yes, that's, that was a good marketing strategy. Good job. You feel me? Merch is still available. And get ready. We're dropping our season two for Valentine's Day. So be, be on the lookout for that. It's true. But it's true. let's get this. Speaking of the Rona, and you know you being a Rona, baby. I can't even argue Omarion, with you. Omarion is, is wilding out here. It's like everybody touch. Everybody catching it. Right now, I have heard. Most of the corona cases in America, over 90% of the corona cases is the Omicron variant. That shit's spelling like wildfire, bro. You're telling me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't need to tell you. You, 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 part, you part of that 90 percentile over I'm here. I'm definitely in the 90 percentile. And I got whoever said this was a mild sickness. Oh, suck my dick. <laughs> Please suck my dick. <laughs> 100% suck my dick just because. Yo, and them shit's dropping like Jordan releases now because now you got the flu rona, which is a mixture of coronavirus oh, and the keep, flu. Keep that shit away from me. And then now, you know, your favorite Omicron is partnering up with Delta. And now nah, it's nah, the Delta nah, nah. I, heard that was a lot. I heard that was a lot. I heard that was like, they think that that was just niggas didn't clean their test tubes or they, they Petri dishes or something. Because let me uh, tell you, because I don't know what the rules now, the rule they said like, oh, you get this, you, you good for three months, right? I'm like, what if it's another mm-hmm. variant come out? Am I still good? Because niggas that had the first one got the second one, apparently. And I'm just, like, sitting here scared as fuck. I'm like, ooh, ooh bitch, why you coughing? Move. What are you doing? Oh, you didn't know? You didn't know we're going to get the booster every quarter. That's, that's the plan. Uh, mm, man. Now, 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 as a person who's getting over Rona, are you glad for the, the booster or uh, uh, for the vaccine? Kind of saved you there, buddy. I don't know, cause obviously they saying that the the symptoms I had was not consistent with the OG Rona, so I don't know. I survived the OG Rona just to get the new shit, and that shit whooped my monkey ass. <laughs> like legit, like when I say it whooped my ass, like it snuck me. I went from watching fucking I was what was I was watching some show I was watching Love Life on HBO. I went from watching that shit chilling to that I had the chills, I had the shivers, nigga. I was out here just Harlem shaking and shit. And then the next morning, yo, I had to go get a yo getting a COVID test while you have that shit is the most annoying shit ever because you don't know what you have. That's the one thing. Like niggas, they give you a list of symptoms that sound like every other regular ass symptom and sickness, right? Yo, I went to I went to like I went to the hospital when I tell you the hospital looked like a camp out for Air Jordan Elevens back in two thousand and nine. I was like, oh fuck yeah. Then I went to like the ch- one of these churches, nigga. They had the van outside, and I tell you, I looked at that line. I was like, I ain't, I'm not even from this hood. I'm not even doing this to myself. <laughs> I had to freaking go to Allen Cathedral. So shout out to them. They actually had the uh, 
the spit test pause but that was like oh why we not you why we not doing the spit test 100 percent. it's quick it's efficient nobody has to dig up your nose it took about two days to come back to me but that was the first my first spit test i was i was positive i don't know if it's because i felt like shit but i'm just saying like the spit test seems so much more accurate because let's be real there's no consistency between from nurse to nurse about how far they go up your nose to get the test i've had nurses they really scratched under like they literally just scratched my mustache and then put that shit in the tube. I'm like, you didn't do nothing. Versus the spit test, it was like, all right, give me like two ounces and then yo, put it in the thing. You don't even they, they don't even do nothing. They literally just scan this box. Like, yo, I'm I'm an advocate. If you need to get a coronavirus test and there's there's a mount sign. If you're in New York, if it's a mount sign, I say they they're most likely doing the spit test. Do the spit test. The whole at home kits. I took two at home tests. They said negative. I'm like, y'all lying because I feel like shit. I was about to go back to work and fuck all them kids up. Like, oh, I said, I got the Rona. But boy. Oh, uh, and the rapid test is bullshit. Don't get, if you feeling any symptoms, do not get the rapid test. The rapid test ain't really accurate. Get Make sure you get the PCR because the rapid test be, I've seen a lot of people who said, yeah, I tested negative twice. But the PCR came out positive. I'm just like, bro. But speaking on the the nurses and stuff, passing the nostrils, I some of them don't, but some of them be reaching for your brain, bro. Oh my God. I remember one, yo, he, he made sure he had blood on the <laughs> on the stuff on the swab because he was mad deep in my nose. And I was just like, God damn. But I'm happy about the take home. So you tell me the take home shit, because I got it on me right now. You tell me the take home shit not valid. They're not accurate. They're not accurate. And I'm just like, niggas could lie too. Cause if if I did have the Rona, but I didn't have no symptoms and I didn't want to miss yeah, work. You don't have to I could fake get it. I could fake get someone else to do it and still come back. Not even that, bro. Like some of them are lip missing, like they don't have the adequate amount of fluid in the uh the solution that tests that you know gives the result. So it's always gonna give you a false negative. Some of them will give you false positives. Like I said, I I was full blown sick and I took that shit and my shit said negative. And I was like, Ooh, you motherfuckers is lying. And I have like three yeah. different brands of of rapid tests just on some like just from just connects through the city, and I'm just like yo, this shit is dumb. Then you want you, they you can't find them in stores now. You can order them through Amazon. City jobs are giving out rapid tests, but again, they're unreliable. And like we was talking offline about this, and this shit that really really like shook me when COVID when they sent people back into schools and into work last year, the rule was that. If you had over a 3% positivity rate And they shutting your job down The current city rating Is about 32% Nothing is shut down There's recommendations about people Not being in places I know for schools it's like yo 33% of your school population is not infected You're not getting shut down So imagine these big 5,000 kids schools That shit is wild You really just saying fuck it Like, and We gonna talk about Eric Adams but like the whole mindset We have to just live with COVID yeah, but not during a surge. How the fuck does that make sense? When you're telling me yeah. people have we're vaccinated, we got a whole new a new new level of this shit coming out. And yeah, the jokes is funny, but till you get this shit, like I wasn't one of those people that just was <laughs> I'm good. Like I thought I was going to die. I'm gonna be completely transparent. I thought I was over. Like between Monday and, th- and Wednesday, Thursday, I thought it was over. Like I had talks to God. I was planning on making a video. <laughs> well, like, like I know I was calling you. My I couldn't, like, Yo, I I can't couldn't talk. talk. I would cough. And it's like you, I couldn't like I couldn't freaking grab like I couldn't catch it. I couldn't be like, yo, all right, I can't take a deep breath and try to clear my throat and pause. And like none of that. It was just like, oh shit, I'm coughing. I got the sore throat, the phlegm. Like, 
couldn't eat. Like, yo, it was miserable. And I'm like, that's with the vaccine. I don't, and they said a booster gets you sick again. I'm like, I'm mentally not prepared to go do that again. You know me, I'm Booster Poppy. <laughs> you know me up. You know the last episode boosts me up. Yeah, nah. I'm here for it. Yeah, nah. I'm especially because I, cause especially now, I feel like social media is back to when it first came out. Remember uh, March 2020, everybody was testing positive, and you heard about it online. I feel like it's the same thing now. Every time I'm on my on my Instagram stories, I'm seeing a new person that I know that got the got COVID. I'm like, God damn. Yeah, nah, but this shit spreading. This shit was so contagious. Like that's the scary part. Like I said, I was in my crib, was not doing nothing out of the normal, and I got jumped. That shit molly whopped my monkey ass. Like I said, <laughs> I, I was just like the new year. Yeah, the, the, you see that video from <laughs> that gang life? Yo, get up! One of niggas is jumping that one nigga into the gang. That's how I felt. My body was like, "Get up! You gotta go to work." Covid says, "Sit your stupid ass down, nigga. I'm here." I'm daddy now. Wait a minute. Do we got a do we got a slap? Do we got a smack sound got, effect or something? I don't think I got the smack shit on here. Nah. Nah. Nigga was just molly whopping you pop. I'm glad you're feeling better, brother. Man, not the you after know, effects I, of this I, shit, nigga. Oh my god. When I say energy is like, yo, I have zero like I have energy for like two hours. You know how I work. Most of them kids start and talking. Soldier for doing the pod, though. You feel me? So I'm here. spamming, spamming the comments. You know, salute to to Slick for being a soldier while bringing okay. you an episode. We could have waited until the yeah. end of the month or the beginning of the next month to bring you one. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. That's how niggas stop signing up for shit. I'm here. I'm here. But, nah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you know, speaking of bad news or just like news that we, you know, due to I mean, since our last official episode. A couple people have passed away. Betty White, man. RIP. 99 years old. That's one of the sweetest old white ladies ever in media television history. And she was she seemed like a real person outside of just being on camera from her behind the scenes work and her interview. Like it seemed like she genuinely gave a fuck. She was, you know, working with black co-stars when it wasn't cool. She hosted SNL and brought out black artists. Like, you know, she was always an advocate. She was in black sitcoms. Like, we saw Betty White. We knew that she gave a fuck. So, shout out. You know, she was almost 100, too. That's the crazy part. She yeah. Had like- and, and I remember in social media before, like a year or two ago, we was rooting to make sure she get to 100. So, I was like, yo, God is really funny. It's not funny, but in a way, it's kind of. It's like ironic. It's like. Yeah, because we was always on social media like, yeah, we praying for Betty White. I remember Betty White was just trending one day out of the blue. I thought she passed away at that time, but it was just like people giving her her glory and making sure like she's still alive. She's one of the last real OGs and making sure she hits 100. And just like, what, two weeks before her, her 100th birthday, she passed away. But then more news came out like, yo, six days before her death, she had a couple strokes. Yeah. So she was already going through it already. That's a fact. So no, she's at she's at Man. peace. I know we love to see her make a hundred, but I hope that she's you know just keeping that energy wherever she's at in the next life. And you know, again, condolences. But then we also lost Bob Saget, one of America's dads. Come on, Danny was- Tanner. Any Tanner, man, that's that was crazy too. Because he was sixty five, he had literally just did a show and like posted, and like nineteen hours later, he was gone. He 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 was he was ready he was ready to do his tour. Everybody was ready to come back. He was he had such a great positive energy about his tour, his comedic tour. He was he was said he fell in love with comedy again. For him just to pass away the way he had is crazy. And I know a lot of people 
don't be jacking full house like that because i saw a debate full house or family manners i'm jacking family manners i love full house don't get me wrong i fuck with full house but family man family manners i'm i got two you feel me but i definitely love full house he was definitely and then also knowing bob sag if you actually know him he was a completely different person than his character on full house That's you know fact. he was with them drugs and all that good stuff but he was actually a pretty funny dude with great energy. So, you know, RIP to that individual. I got to see. Can I find a clip of Bob Saget in a half big? Hold on. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Oh, <laughs> with, the, with the Dave Chappelle? Yeah, that shit. Boy, hold on. I got to see if I can find it. But not. Nah, here it go. Now nah, go play for me. Come on, play for me. Let's get it. Oh, here it Drug. Go. I used to suck dick for coke. I seen him. Yeah. Now that's an addiction, man. You ever suck some dick for marijuana? Huh? No. No, I can't say I have. I didn't think so. Boo this man! Boo <laughs> <laughs> this man. R.P. Bob Saget. And we also lost a prominent black actor, one of the first male black male actor to win an Oscar, Sidney Poitier. Mr. Poitier, man. That... Or that was like black regalness, black regality. Like Sidney Poitier, without Sidney Poitier, there's no Denzel. There's a lot of our favorite mm-hmm. actors would not know how to carry themselves. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Like it's a lot of famous black, even this generation, like they we, they probably might not reference it because they grew up on Denzel. But then you get, you not, you don't get Denzel, you don't get Morgan Freeman, you don't get Samuel Jackson without Sidney Poitier. And he was an actor's actor. Like he, he stood up in a time where they was not trying to give a black man a cent, and he forced white people to respect his greatness. He even through interviews, That's through so movies, fine. like this man was a powerhouse. And even watching his interviews at his older age, you saw the respect that he commanded from those around him. So once again, R.I.P. to Mr. Portier, a black legend. Yeah. He was in one of my favorite films, A Raisin in the Sun. And oh. guess who's coming to dinner? And also, just speaking as a Caribbean person, you know, him being from the Bahamas, that was just a great thing for him to come over here and do what he had to do. Uh, I have more props to him. That's a fact. 100% fact. Damn these eggs. Like, he could say anything in them old movies. He was just like, damn, I ain't <laughs> never wanted to say damn these eggs. Listen, like, this harsh in my life. <laughs> he was an actor's actor. And, you know, another person that will be sorely missed. Now, you know I'm from Brooklyn Slick. You know, one of my favorite Biggie songs is Juicy. Mm-hmm. It was all a dream. I reached through radar magazine, salt and pepper and heavy dean up in the limousine. Now, if you know the who if you know the sample behind the Biggie song, you know it was from uh from the notable hit. From the, and then the percussionist and the singer songwriter James, I'm gonna pronounce his name wrong. We know Mo- to me. Um, to me. Has passed away at the age of seventy six. Damn, man, he's such a legendary artist. He has a lot of, and the thing about it is, not a lot of young people might know him, but they, if they know some of the samples and their favorite hip hop songs now, a lot of it is a tribute to his work. So R.I.P. to him too. Oh shit, let's do it. You know how we get down. Death of death of death of. <laughs> let's do it. Oh, YouTube, let us rock this one time for him. Mm-hmm. RP. Hey. 
any young listeners, they probably like, oh shit, this more sound familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And before we get into the other topics, we just want to wish Mary J. Blige a happy belated birthday, by the way. You oh, feel me? Shit. YouTube 51. Gonna YouTube going to hate me. God damn you it, feel YouTube. Me? God you damn feel it, me? If you if, if you on TikTok right now doing my everything dance, pay homage to Mary J. Blige. We're going to pay homage right now. Music. Happy birthday, Miss, Miss J. Blige. MJB. It makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right YouTube here. YouTube not going to fuck with this it. This joint right here. It makes me wanna go. Can't let this thing cold up get away from you. Feel free right now, go do what you wanna do. Can't let nobody take it away from you, from me, from we. No time for moping around. Are you kidding? Ain't no time for negative vibes. Cause I'm winning. It's been a long week. I put in my heart in. Cheap body, that shit. I thought, Happy Mary. I thought you was gonna play. I thought you was gonna play Family Affair. Oh my God, that's what you want to do. You about to really <laughs> come on? Son. I mean, it's for my. I I know she don't get a lot of respect for that song, but it's part of one of my favorite movies of all time. Friday after next. Oh, um, oh, 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 hey. Because I said this earlier, all you TikTok, all you young heads that are doing the Saucy Santana dance to the Be Love, My Everything, you have to pay respect to Mary J. Blige because that's her sample. Can you play Mary J. Blige everything? I got you. Give me one second. Oh, we going to get in trouble. You two don't fuck with us. (laughs) (laughs) 
Santana had a he got money for this sample. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not. He made a dance to it. Oh, I'm about to say. But be loved. Records, man. She acted no she wanted me to spank it. Bad little bitch, not basic. Give me my time, you better not waste it. We catch up no way. I should have waited till next week to come back. Obviously, <laughs> obviously. Well, yeah. Shout out to Mary J. Bosch, though. All right, so you already know what it is. If you, you think not, if you're new to this episode, if you find us, I'm not new to the episode, new to the podcast. You know, we usually get that heavy stuff out the way, and then we get into some bullshit later on. So let's get into the heavy set news, man. Eric Adams has been officially sworn in as the mayor of New York City as the start of 2022. And it's been he's been out and about with a lot of new initiatives. Yeah, I know, I know you want to go here. Here, if you listen to the theme song, here's Slick Grayson. With the political, with the slick talk. <laughs> oh man, I, I'm gonna keep it short. So Go on, slick. Nah, you get gunshot for your for your slick talk. Um, how do we, how you be political and shoot? Gun? I guess that's the way. Um, I'm on now. Guns and guns and butter. Guns and butter. Um, Eric Adams is what? This is his 13th day as mayor of New York. First and foremost, I do want to send condolences to those affected by that Bronx fire. I think that his res- yes, his, yes. his his response he started a fund for them. I think his response for that has been kind of on key. But a lot of his like oh so wait before 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 you get started, please they don't need no more um item donation any monetary donation. So please go to any funds such as um let me actually get this um the New York Sigmas and New York Zetas are having that. Thank you for reminding me, my good sir. I try. Um, please donate that because you know a lot of people have been sending them a lot of items. And they don't really need items no more. They need actually money to stay at hotels and everything. They need monetary donation to book, to purchase necessities. So you can send donations to Cash App at Cash Dollar Sign MD Sigmas or Cash Dollar Sign Cornell Zetas and send them that. And it will be sent out to those families so they can have a home to sleep at. Absolutely. 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 So that's probably my first and foremost. I think his response to that, he's been trying to make sure that, you know, they set up the fund for the families affected and whatnot. Um, But yeah, it's his first 13 days on the job. He's already come under fire for hiring his brother as one of his deputy commissioners from the police department. He's bringing back plainclothes units. He's bringing back stop and frisk. He's uh, 
he's alienated a, a, a primary part of the middle class work base by calling people that work in like restaurants and such low skill workers. Play the uh, clip. Oh, nah, you're gonna really make me play this guy. Uh it's on Twitter. I just feel like my man's is really out here and he's saying things like you gotta beat COVID with swag and whatnot. I'm like, bro, swag has never cured an ailment. Like I'm gonna just play the clip of what he said about low skill workers. Here I go. If my businesses are sharing with their employees, you are part of the ecosystem of this city. My low skill workers, my cooks, my dishwashers, my messengers, my shoe shine people, those who work in Dunkin' Donuts, they cannot, they don't have the academic skills to sit in a corner office. They need this. We are in this together. And we should be saying to our, if. Yo, my, my what? <laughs> what? It's a lot of, let's, let's be already. Big bugging. Let's be honest. There's a lot of low skill workers in those corner offices because they know their daddies know who run the company or their daddies own the company let's already get that out the paint thing about the ecosystem is that you need feeders like come on bro your optics is looking bad i know you a black man i'm happy you got you know you won i mean you wasn't really running against nobody but i feel like yo your resistance to just doing what's best for people is really shining through and I'm rooting for you to get it right. I know there's a stressful situation. COVID, the New York economy, you trying to get off on the right foot. You already had people that doubted you because they feel like you didn't live in the city. You know, your past history is a cop. You know, you feel like that's coming into play possibly with your identity. I get it. But you have to do what's best. For, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> COVID, sorry. You have to do what's best for people and not, you know, your stakeholders, if that makes sense. Like, yo, I get it. People don't want to shut down the government, the businesses. You're trying to get the economy stimulated. You can't stimulate the economy when people are too sick to go to work. You can't stimulate the economy when parents are making the humane choice to keep their kids home for a little while because they're scared that they were out of school for two weeks. We're in the middle of a surge. People were around people who had the virus and now everyone is overexposed. You can't, you can't vilify them. You want the thing. You want things to go back to normal, but we're not living in a normal time, and that's the scariest part. One thing that I remember would happen when he was elected. A lot of people said, "Oh, this is the worst." You got a black man in power who's trying to make a name for himself. Again, I know people who know him personally. I'm not saying he's a bad guy, but there's times to be a politician and there's times to be a person that has the interest of your fellow people at heart. Money comes and goes. I told you, I had this shit. I thought it was a wrap. I can imagine elderly people that work in schools or reply on their, their hourly income who can't go to work, you know, but they also know if they go to work they're they're risking their lives. Like you have to cost balance that. But when the leadership is telling you, fuck it. Yeah. Offices aren't safe, but we'll send kids in the school. Yeah. Offices aren't safe, but we want rest people to be in restaurants. We want all of this, right? We want all, we want, all, we want things to be normal, but we're not acclimating to the situation. What else can we do? You feel me? So, Mr. Adams, this is my appeal to you. I'm like, I read just, I literally just read an article, like, before we started, where he's starting to become less resistant to the idea of, you know, remote schooling and things like that. I'm like, well, now isn't the time to go remote because everybody's sick already. <laughs> According to the CDC, it was changes their rules every week. You know, once you get it, you good for three months. I could be outside next week wilding the fuck out. I'm be aight. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> when, when it was time for action, you didn't respond to the call. You were so worried about your your you know 
your plain clothes officers are stopping frisk and i'm like again that does nothing but disenfranchise a lot of your quote unquote lower skilled workers or your people that don't have the academic know-how to be at a corner office little secret there's no such thing as out academic knowledge to be in a corner office you're either good at your job or you're not or you know somebody you don't this is no proof when you put your brother in a position that he i don't know if he was necessarily qualified for again i don't know i think his last job he's ahead of he was a head parking attendant not trying to not trying to throw shade i'm like damn if he was a cop years ago now he's a lead parking attendant that is a big jump going from forty thousand to a two hundred eighty thousand dollar a year job and it's that's not Jeez. You said it's for your security. I get it. I I, I love you, B, but I don't think I can get you a two hundred eighty thousand dollars job. <laughs> you want you want to trust me as mayor? I trust I you. Had the whole, I had the whole city. Scared. I'm just saying, as a black man, you're gonna be looked at ten times over. And instead, you talking about money, you just gave us somebody that's two hundred eighty thousand dollars that could have been going out to other jobs. You know, help the put it back into the economy. Economy stimulate that thing. But I'm like I said, I'm not trying to rant too long. But Eric Adams, we are watching. I realize you're realizing the optics. Well, you you in there regardless. I get it, nigga. It's my job, but they they can't get rid of me. But yo, let's start really taking the needs of people in the immediate future. Let's make that the primary thing objective, and then we can recover for businesses. Because doing all this shit for money and capitalism wise, America's going to shit in the first place. Would you rather be a cog in that? Would you rather be one of those beacons of light, creating an example for what cities and states should be doing, so that when we come through this pandemic and it becomes nothing more than a common cold we can accurately assess the damages as opposed to you know adding to them by forcing our ways into forcing square holes into into round pegs it doesn't make sense but yeah that's my, all righty that's my piece that was our slick talk i not like slick, that yeah, i like yeah, that yeah. now speaking, not speaking down on him not speaking that's why i make it clear i'm not speaking down on him but it's like as as we get older we realize how the world works we realize money makes the world go round but we also realize when you're putting money ahead of people that's bullshit that's what shit is scary. I, def- I definitely agree with you. And I just want to put a PSA for all the for all the young niggas out here with your gang banging shit on social media, flashing guns, flashing money, drugs, asking if you got Wells or Chase, TD, Citibank. You putting that on your social media, they are in full route for everybody. Eric Adam is out for y'all. And telling you right now. It's it's green light for all y'all. So recently, seventeen gang alleged gang members was charged in the sweeping indictment in Brooklyn. Oh, they got them niggas up. Charge what? Charged in one hundred eighteen counts indictment. So a couple of couple of the indictments was um, four murders, just wounding like just a whole bunch of other felonies and they're just sweeping everybody up now you've seen what happened to k flock they're going to try to make an example out of him even though i saw the video now and i'm just like i'm if it, if it was k flock because it's allegedly you know i'm also pointing because you know he was with his he was with uh, someone young and somebody ran up on him but that's neither here nor there but be careful especially you drill artists now you could put that whole oh the prop the disclaimer in your video, all the, all these weapons in the video is prop. Are you showing off the Stacys and the and the Britneys and the Kellys? That's what they're nicknaming their guns now. They watching the hip hop police is on y'all. Wait, Yo, tighten up, one? young niggas, tighten up. They on you guys. Y'all want to sit here and gangbang and go on social media and showcase that lifestyle? Don't don't be I'm, I'm slick. Don't be surprised if you see more 
massive sweeping gang indictments in the future. I'm never surprised when they come after the young gangbangers. And again, comes to access. All you know is how to get it. So you see, especially in some of these low-income areas, we're not peddling education. We're not pushing skills. What are we doing? We over here shaming niggas for working at being low-skilled workers, quote-unquote. Right? We're not giving the, we we not funding the public the public schools. It, what happens? They just open up new charter schools. They just add, you know, these schools that have plenty of pu- public, a lot of public and private funding. They trying to get kids in there. But you, what about the kids that's in the public schools? All they all they surrounded by is gang violence. And let's not let's again. I'm sorry to go back to this, but yo, they, the government is treating schools like babysitting services. It ain't about the education. They can give a shit. They care less. They could say, oh, the kids need to be in school. Kids need to be at school because they want parents at work. But what if you're not doing nothing to help these kids learn other alternative avenues? They're not learning shit they care about. They're not interacting. They're not seeing people that look like them that they think are cool in their schools. What they see, they see the kids that's been held back a couple of times. They in the street shit. You know, they fighting. They, you know, they getting it popping. They see people getting money. Oh, how you get that? Oh, yeah, I'm out, I'm out here. We, you know, me and my, 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 my crew. You feel me? I said it real old when I said crew. I know that. I'm sorry, COVID. But <laughs> I'm. But that's that's literally what it. I remember being in school and seeing the niggas that all the girls like. They was in gangs flagging. You know, L was L F L B. I don't know if they, they still things in the hood and Queens no more. But, but you know, now it was like you look up. I remember when it was just Bloods and Crips, and now it's like the Bloods and the Crips is together and these different sets. And, and then there's Gangster Disciples now. Yeah, it's just like you know, it's like the cool when Kanye started claiming GD. I was Dominican like, gangs. Yeah, I'm mean like yo. Uh, the gang culture is too confusing for for my old ass now. hundred percent, but it's there, and it's like, yo, I want to be accepted. I want a chance to make money. You know, this is what all my favorite people are doing. Fuck it, and it's scary because now they about like I said, plain clothes officers stopping first, checking your socials. I'm on that. Do, do you blame these kids with all the materialistic things that is promoted now? Yo, these kids rather have a Mary Jeans than an education. They better have a Montclair jacket. They they online beefing who has real drip, who has real um, Balenciaga sneakers. They beefing over whose stuff is fake and whatnot instead of actual education. Bro, it's a sad thing. And I just hope y'all young dudes tighten up right now because they're going to make an example. And you know what? This might not go well. First one of the year. At least for a couple, at least for a certain percentage, I don't want to. I never want to see my black brothers and minority people in jail because you know jail is not is not a great thing to wish on, especially on Rikers. Even though they're trying to shut Rikers down, but it's not going down as fast. But you you little niggas been wilding though. <laughs> it's like you could agree with me on that. Absolutely. Little niggas been wilding. Like yeah, I have no type of Respect. you know, even though it, yeah, no type of etiquette. With the street life, even though, you know, we don't condone street life stuff, but growing up, I had real OGs, you know, who never let me participate, but they always taught me what street life entails. And a lot of y'all young niggas are doing shit for clout and don't have no type of etiquette when y'all performing y'all things. No code. And y'all make the blots hot. There's no code. There's no, like, we're not shooting at schools. We're not shooting up where families is. We're not going to parks. It's like, fuck it. They're going to my op. I got to get them. And that's like it's never that. Dire. And yeah, it's never because a lot of people. Uh, there's been a lot of cases of um, innocent bystanders getting hit by a stray bullet. Y'all seen here going to the school lot. Y'all just trying to catch anybody anywhere on the public on the public on transportation. 
y'all robbing, y'all, y'all terrorizing y'all communities. Y'all not even, and most of the time, y'all not even running into y'all ops most of the time. Y'all just talking online with them and not even seeing them in person. So y'all been acting up, and now here comes Eric Adams in the city with the belt to humble your asses real quick. So tighten up, youngins. That's what I got to say. Next with it. Oh, we talking about Mr. Nasty Man himself, man. And this is so sad. And I'm not going to completely vilify. I hope it. Yeah, and and you know, okay, sounds bad. This might not go well. Pardon me. Uh, I'm supporting all the women claims that have been made on this individual, but I also hope it's not true because he's one of my favorite artists, one of my favorite R&B artists. But Trey songs, bro. What the fuck, bro? (laughs) What the actual? Fuck, bro. This been this been what? Almost every year, there's been a sexual allegation, sexual abuse allegation, sexual harassment allegation. Either not even even violence against women. It's been almost one one once a year. You have more, or uh, some years more than one. And now this new claim by um, Dylan Gonzalez, Gonzalez twins, Las Vegas. Yeah. You know, take a ball too, and they and they and they do a good job with their business. Well, she is making a claim that Trey Songs allegedly raped her, but that was after there's been a lot of sexual assault allegations made to him by a lot of women, and then she finally spoke up again and acknowledged that Trey Songs had raped her in their prior behavior. What's your thoughts on the whole Trey Song situation? Narcissism, fame, and power hell of a drug um, mixed with other drugs i think that again again we don't silence women like yo you felt away like obviously something bad happened i think that trey songs has a, like you said a history that can't be neglected we even him, him on camera like you know touching women inappropriately grinding against women inappropriately he, he kind of took that idea of him being a sex symbol like any woman every woman should feel honored to have him you kind of see it in some of these videos that popped up because Twitter was on his ass. And at first, I was like, I was like, damn, Trey. Once, because you already, like, we, this might not go, we already understand. Once an allegation comes up of a physical, a sexual assault against a woman, you're, you're, you're pretty much done. Like, it's clipped regardless of the fact. And the fact that there are multiple allegations against it, it's not like it's just one person again, but like, we're not trying to silence any woman. But the fact that there is multiple women saying this over the course of years, even from Kiki Palmer said he used sexual intimidation against her, right? She was saying this shit for years. Mm-hmm. It's just like, ah, fuck. Cause like, I'm a Trey fan. I already was one of my favorite R&B albums, one of those coming-of-age albums when I was in high school, you know? Thinking about his music, but it's just like, damn, think about his subject matter. What is it always about? It's always about sex, for the most part, you know? Those are the songs, you know, he talk about that's his ambiance. So imagine a woman saying she don't want to have sex with Trey songs. Could I see him possibly... You know, taking advantage of or, be, or being angry at that or, you know, manipulating that situation. Yeah. Because we know niggas who was not as famous as Trey Songs who, you know, in college you heard stories about or, you know, you, you always knew like girls never said they didn't feel comfortable with something. Talk about that Chris, what's that, Chris Styles nigga? Oh, yeah, from yeah. Um, Duce Palooza. Yeah, like that's another nigga. He's like, oh, I got clout. You pull up. Like once you pull up, we fucking wait. Whoa, she didn't say yes, my boy. And it sucks because, yep. again, as a Trey Songs fan, it's like, fuck, bro. Like, come on. You're Trey Songs. Like, you could have, like, you see his story, like, yo, you could have any woman you want. Why the fuck? Why you out here doing this dirty shit? And again, this is, he's, our society is guilty into proven innocence instead of innocence proven guilty. 
But it's a lot of evidence mounting against this man where it's like, yo, bro, even if you somehow beat the only she didn't file criminal charges. She doesn't know what the course of action she's going to take is. But even once this yeah. once this came out, it's like, bro, you're, you're done. You're done. Like it's going to be hard. But that's all. But that. But that's off the this week. He was charged with in Las Vegas when a 37 year old who was at a, a Dre's nightclub said that you know he took a bunch of girls in his hotel at the Cosmopolitan, and some sexual assault happened there with him and his group. It's it's a tough story. It's a tough pill to swallow, and I'm, I I do certainly sympathize with any woman that he's been with that feels this way about him. And I'm hopeful that you know the truth comes out. But I'm like, yo, in terms of his like career, which is unfortunately I don't want to be a dickhead, but it was already trending downward. Like, man, like he might be done unless these comes out as being complete lies. And I don't, they're like I said, all these shits contain some truth to it. So, yeah, man. Um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and condemn him just yet until more news come out. Um, but I just send my sympathies and prayers, send a hill energy to Dylan Gonzalez and the woman at the Vegas case as well. Even to Kiki Palmer, because Kiki Palmer been telling us for years. And, you know, there is such a thing about, you know, black women claim when they say, like, you know, we're not really protecting them. So I also wanted to give a shout out to Kiki Palmer and send a hill hill energy as well. Big facts. Now, speaking of not having respect and protecting our black women, we have to protect our black women against this podcast. Now, I want to I want to before we get into this fresh and fit topic, I know we have a couple of hot takes on our podcast over the last year. And I want to clarify. We love black women. We love women, period. And we don't want to come off as. Sexist, misogynist, yeah, misogynistic, or you know, we don't care. Or, we know, yeah. I mean, the 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 TSA is just a toxic service announcement where we just have a safe space to talk and everything. And you know, we did have a couple, you know, comments, so we did change it up a little bit. We know we also have to make sure we're mind of our words by not generalizing all women. And also, I don't think we ever like we were never really, really disrespectful, in my opinion, but. Or, or we really never target a, a Pacific or a Pacific race of women. I don't think so. I was going to say know. something, but I realized it was a serious moment. So I was, let's just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I just want to give that out, and I hope we don't. If, if we, if you think we give in the same energy, like check the us. Fresh and Fit podcast, check us early. Check us off the rip. Yeah, because we never want to do that. So I know. So like I, know. I always say, what? Oh so wait, wait, I just like to say. As a disclaimer, we are both hetero cisgender males that our only experience is with women. So when we do talk about dating stuff, our opinion come from that point of view. I can't give you a point of view for someone else who is not in the same realm as me. So I just want to put that out there. Go ahead. And this might not go well, but I mean, if what we saying, if the shoe fits, I mean, can you really be mad? <laughs> Uh, okay, um, the Fresh and Fit podcast has come into. Oh, oh my God. What? I... Blame it on the Rona. <laughs> Sorry. I well, f- first of all, Fresh and Fit podcast but then he's not was black. originally under. Yeah, was originally got under heat off of 
the mistreatment of Asia Doll. If you don't know Asia Doll, Asia Doll is a is a popular rapper right now. Not popular, but you know, up and coming rapper. And apparently, you know, they had they had they had like a little verbal altercation on there, which led to her walking off during a recent interview. Now, while they were sticking up for Asia and applauding her actions of walking off the set, they started doing a deep dive on the Ooh, Fresh and Pit don't ever podcast. Be, don't ever be a dickhead when you got content on the internet. They will get your ass, Myron. And, and they, could, they could get sound bites. Let's get it. Fuck it. I'm here. Play it. I ain't gonna lie. Just, just keep it real. I don't really date black girls. <laughs> it's, it's not because, like, no, no. Like, like most black girls are, like, annoying. How to put this? Uh, ratchet. And they don't know how to like be reserved. You're like the complete opposite. You are so not the stereotype. You, you are not, not the stereotype. You are not the same. That's awesome. So, yeah. So I, we'll give you that. That was item. What one. you say all about? That's item one. All right. Item two. What about the black dating app called Black. <laughs> oh, it's funny. I never used that one, bro. But <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I mean, hey, bro. If you want to date a bunch of Shaniquas, go for it, man. Laquisha. I, yeah. Like I, me and Fresh aren't really down with the brown nah, like that. Man. We ain't night riders. Nah, so bro, I'm good. Uh, you know, sometimes if they're, you know, red bone, but like in general, me and fresh, uh, don't dabble in the dark. If you know what I'm saying. Yep. Um, okay. So last one guys, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, before you play the next clip, bro. what the fuck night writers? Yo, bro. I'm looking at Shaniqua's LaQuisha. Can we be honest? I'm like, you know, homo. I don't think a lot of black women be attracted to these. They probably have never gotten play from black women. So that, that creates that, that hatred that they got. We don't never sound like mm-hmm. that. I know for a fact. Fuck oh, that's off the rip. That's a fact. So look, like I said, so whatever we said, if the shoe fit, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> Next clip. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry too. I'm not gonna lie. A nigga named Myron can't tell my shorty nothing. <laughs> like yo, like right, my, my, Myron, shut your stupid ass up. Hold on, here you go. The less inclined he's gonna be to want to grow on his level. Make no mistake about it. You mentioned Beyonce and Jay Z. That's a good point. But don't forget that Jay-Z cheated on her and she didn't leave. What does that tell you? <laughs> she can't leave because... She's just not a cheater. Yo, yo, no. Okay. It's because... All, that all right, you got to go, man. You got to go. Right, you got to go. You're uh, wild. Wait, why she got to go? Why she got to go? Why she got to go? She's just being on the podcast. Is she? Is he mad because she's talking and he and he wants her to stop talking? We give her multiple chances to like just be chill. Let her talk. He talks. I she thought we was doing that though. Nah, she wasn't. She but wasn't. we was doing that. Nah, listen, there's no arguing. She's leaving. If you want to leave, you can leave with her. Cut it I thought off. we You're was doing that though. We was having a debate. It should no, be a friendly debate. No, yeah. she just keeps cutting me off, just like you've been earlier. Yeah. But it should be a friendly debate. I don't think anybody there's, was cutting no, anybody off. There's nothing off. for debate right now. She's getting kicked out. If you want to leave, you can leave with her too. I mean, I have no choice but to leave with her too. So okay, I mean, then get out. I'm not. I'm not gonna get nothing out unless you call the fucking police. On, if you're talking to me like that, you're gonna get out right now. You, you're gonna call the police. No, you're, if you're gonna talk to me like that. You're gonna get out. You're gonna call the. Yo, yo, clowns. Yeah, they're clowns. Like I said, I I literally like I didn't know who these two were before this this thing kicked off. And Unfortunately, just, I did. Of course, you did. You mixy little hoe. <laughs> no, I mean like I don't know why I keep finding. New, well, I mean, we do kind viral. of toxic shit to talk about. Those niggas, that's dirty. That's gross. Yeah, because because you know, I did like I said before when we talked about Kevin Samuel, I did find him like way before, but that was off of um the black YouTuber TBH, the Black Hokage. Shout out to him. He's on G Four TV. The gaming, the gaming channel is back. Might do a deep dive in our next episode. All that might be a Patreon deep dive. Um, but yeah, I find these people like before they got popping, and I already could, I already seen. I already knew that 
this content of theirs was going to get popping. Like, it's not the first time they have kicked people off their platform. This is not the only thing. These are just three clips out of a lot of episodes. So be be very much aware. They're going to have more episodes surfacing of their toxic masculinity. Can we talk like, yo, they're making fun of a dating app focused on black people finding black people. One. Over here making fun of names. I don't want to. I don't date, and we don't do the dark. He kicked the girl off. They're having a debate, and he got mad because during the debate, she she made a point, and he felt like she was talking over him. Like yo, I get it's your platform, but it's like you could tell like those are guys again that have not ever had no play. They was never those guys. Let's be honest. I, Myron don't look black. If I could be completely like like. I'm, I'm not like I, like I look. I'm like, yo, bro, where's he from? What Indian country is he from? Or like, what island is he from? <laughs> you feel me? I felt like these. Two oh, um, he's Sindhu, um, Sindhalese. That sounds sounds, sounds like uh, not a nigga. So I don't. His his point will never have any credit <laughs> in my eyes. And that's the thing. Like when Joe Budden and people was stepping up and speaking out about this is dangerous because those are the type of dudes whose podcasts take off because it's wild, it's ratchet. That's what our attention spans. That's what the algorithms push for people that look like us. And it's also very reflective that you would want to weaponize a podcast like that where they're just shitting on black people and creating further dissension. And it's going to be some beta male ass niggas who's going to agree with their points of view. I don't want to date a dark-skinned woman. I don't want to date a black girl. Fuck out of here. Black girl is the most beautiful woman on this earth. If they weren't, then why does everybody do everything in their power to look like them? Mm, preach. Secondly, I don't... I just, Can I say this one thing, yeah, though? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. There's nothing wrong with having preference. Preference, preference is I fun. never want to... Yeah, preference is cool or whatnot. It's disrespecting other race of women that's where you but, get let, but let's be real up. is this preference is it preference because black women obviously have not preferred them and now they're trying to shit on black women because they got a because they have a platform is that a preference yeah if i was attracted yeah. to, if i was attracted to lupita and she shit on me because i have no culture because i'm american hypothetically just saying right and then i'm like oh fuck all these african girls ah oh, this is that i don't date the darkies anyway that's obviously coming from a place of, oh, yeah, I've been rejected by this. Cult. And that's just something that we see a lot when you're rejected by people that you want to be accepted by. So what do you do? You shit on them. You try to play it like, yo, they don't fucking matter. And honestly, these two niggas are specs in the grand scheme of things. Sure, they had a great little, a nice little entertaining podcast because of their subject matter. Fresh and fit, you know, the idea, like, don't they like work out and they talk shit? It was like Mondo mm-hmm. meathead shit. But like I said, Anybody losing sleep over a bum ass nigga named Myron? I'm like, come on, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I, like, I, and also Walter, Walter need the Walter needs some smoke because that's the other car host. That nigga needs some smoke too. That's a weak ass nigga. Just because you can bench press 250, 300 pounds, don't mean you a, a man. Don't mean women gonna be attracted to you. Them niggas, you laugh. I bet. Let's pull up their pictures from middle school, and I bet you we could definitely pinpoint some little dick energy. Be like, oh, these little niggas. Facts. Them <laughs> niggas were sitting in the front of the lunch in the front of the class, like, yeah, I got did the homework, Mrs. Brown. <laughs> Not saying we didn't do our homework, but I'm just saying, like, this is shit that activates me because I'm like, yo, bro, nobody gives a fuck what you like. You know, that's just your platform. But even the fact that you came out your face to disparage those women that was you invited to your show, you wanted clout. Hey, you want to be on a podcast? Yeah, I got this show. Thinking you'll get probably get some pussy. Now you, you now your dick all small because you all like, oh, they they coming at me. They not meant, let me be the big man on campus. Just because you own some shit or you do some shit don't mean that people have to acquiesce to what you want them to acquiesce to. That's some weak shit. Yeah. That's some and weak and shit. I agree. And and I and I and I was listening to the No Chaser podcast. Shout out to Tim Tron to Ricky Schutz and Nikki Blade. They had they had uh 
Jade Ram Ramy on there. And she was she was one of the girls that was on there. And she told me that environment is built for not, for useless arguments. They're just arguing just to express their point. They're not they're not having a debate to okay, understand okay. and listen to one another. Because if you can see it, most of the episode is just dumb two surrounded by seven women. Or sometimes they also have some special guests like DJ Academic and someone. But most of the time, it's more women than guys. And they just keep continue having this debate back and forth. And nobody is trying to understand one another. So it builds, it builds like, hey, either you fuck with my opinion or you don't. And, that, and, that, and that's, why it's, that's why I tell any women, don't go up there because you're wasting your time. I know it might be a good look for your career or you might get more followers. But overall ain't really doing nothing productive for you because you're going in there just to have a useless debate with people that's not going to understand your standpoint and not even trying to listen to understand it is going to listen to argue they have a lot of but niggas that don't fuck with black women they have a lot of black women on their shows i just realized that look at that yeah so they got a lot of minorities look at that that's corny so you're going to bring them up there to disrespect them for what what's the point you build a useless platform and now you're, you're doubling down on that, and now it's, the shit is backfiring. Because look, everybody realize y'all y'all are both two pieces of shit who need to get right with yourselves and your mamas apparently before y'all come back out here and try to do some shit like you. How you gonna hate what, what raised you? I don't get that. Simple as that. I don't like yo. Please stop putting like you know. I understand you know uh, Kevin Samuels. We got a lot of flack for the whole Kevin Samuels. Ke- <laughs> Sorry, I'm just sorry. No, nah, but the thing about Kevin Samuels is what you gonna call it. You know, besides his viral moments, if you actually listen to some of his stuff, he actually be shit on men a lot. And it's he be, he shit be shit shitting on his guys as well. He let she let us know, nigga, you dusty, you got dick, little dick. <laughs> he that put you in your like, place. And it was like that's why I was like, damn, Kevin Samuels was really represented an older line of thinking. And it also combated this idea of was irreprehensible confidence. <laughs> what I mean, like a lot of people was confident. I'm like, yeah, your confidence is here, but everything else is not aligning, my dear or my sir. You feel me? Like, we gotta figure out how to fix that. But at least then, it's like you could take something positive from some of the conversations, or you could take what he's saying and shape that into a productive conversation between men and women. These two niggas here, boy, I didn't find them funny. I didn't find them entertaining. I mm-hmm. didn't. I think that again. It was two niggas that have dealt with nothing but rejection and, you know, being social outcasts amongst black women and black people who started lifting weights, got a little big, started a little podcast, they caught on, and they started to get too big for their britches. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Fresh and fit, y'all done, boy. Hold my head respectfully. And I hope I hope y'all don't compare us or our toxic segment. That's a that's a fact because I remember our first like 10, 12 episodes, we were talking about that, but serious shit. They be like, okay. But as soon as we put a little toxicity, now nah, we need more of that. <laughs> I'm so, trying to be that's on why that. we don't that's why we don't make the whole episode toxic. We try to always have at least like the first hour or so about some real shit and what's going on and our thoughts and stuff that can help the community. And then towards the end, we give our popular opinion about stuff that's going on so that's a fact keep us in check and balance and we're gonna continue saying that and also we're gonna be shitting on more guys this year coming later on in this in this episode there's a couple of dudes that i'm gonna shit on that moving walk stupid you want to do that now we already had an hour so oh um the first one 
Okay, oh, let's get over. Yay, and Julia Fox. Hey, yay. Yay, yay. Yay, yay, yay. <laughs> yay, yay, yay. Now, that is some great A milk. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you ain't, I know, if you, don't I know, know who, you. You ain't see um, you, you know who Julia Fox is. Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. Should have got nominated for an Oscar. That was his side chick. The girl he sent to go to, go to place the bet at the end. She had the lingerie on. Just watch that scene. You will understand. He got he 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 said, "All right, Kim, you don't want Kim, you don't want me no more. Get me a real booty, real booty white girl." He sure is. Oh yeah, man. you want to sit here and be in New York eating pizza at a regular pizzeria? You want you want to be with a regular nigga? Ah, <laughs> uh, watch this. Now now he's over there hanging out with Madonna. Uh, who else? Uh, Floyd Mayweather. Um, and other people. Antonio Brown. With that. Antonio. Oh, and we're gonna talk about him next, but. I ain't gonna lie. If you're gonna bounce back, that's how you bounce back. She got her a ranch. So I, that's white people love Pete Davidson. I heard about the host of Oscars. Good for you. We, black people don't care about Pete Davidson. We seen Julia Fox. Yeah, she, she had the internet on fire, and we we only know her from one movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I just saw the picture with all the them in there, and the hot cakes are caking over there. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm sorry, I don't really, I don't really, I don't really do the the the, the, the milk. vanilla milk. I don't really do the milk thing, but hey. Julia, what's good? (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, on to sports news, though. Because, you know, I don't want to, you know, my boy got the room, so I'm not trying to keep him out here too long, keep his energy. Uh, AB, I was going to go on a long soliloquy, but I feel like now, at the time that we're recording this, everybody got most of their opinions out on AB. If you've been living under the rock, you know, AB. Ran off in the middle in the middle of the game um, against Tampa Bay versus the Jets. Blah blah blah. I'm upset at all the AB rescuers. We need to hold that man accountable for his action and stop. And I understand y'all trying to show sympathy for him. And I know y'all having this grand initiative for mental health, so y'all trying to be there for him. But at some point. We have to hold this man accountable for his actions and stop making excuses for him. Because when this first happened, a lot of conspiracy came out like, oh, first, first, first conspiracy was they try to stop him from getting his incentive, which which was wrong because apparently he, he was on the same incentive deal last year and Tom Brady got him. And it was only for a million dollars. The Bucks could, could hand that to him personally, if anything. And then, oh, it was his injury. He told them they try to force him to play. And he puts text messages out there trying to make the Bucks look like a bad person. Then the Bucks, and then the Bucks came out with numerous evidence showcasing like, hey, he didn't really tell our trainers or anything. And then you also had a personal conversation on the sideline with Tom Brady and other teammates talking about, oh, Gronk is your favorite boy now. You're not even looking at my way. And then... Not only have you been seen at the next game, next game after you let out, you're in the studio with Fabio Foreign, which was random. <laughs> you, you over here meeting with Ye and the game and other people. You released a song and a video. But the most stupidest thing that you have done is went on a podcast and shit on the, on the angel of the football league. That's like a player... Death warrant. Shitting on LeBron. Yeah, that's a death warrant for any athlete. It's like you shitting on LeBron. Tom Brady is up there, especially from what Tom Brady publicly has done for you. 
in two incidents because a lot of people forget that he was in the Patriots and Tom asked him to come to the Patriots after his ordeal in Pittsburgh and his ordeal in the Raiders. And he got him a job at, at in New England, but they had to cut him because of a sexual allegations, which never fully, never really yeah, saw they, a light they of never, day after they, that. They never, we never did hear about that again. <laughs> and, you know, they told him not to contact the woman when it first came out. What happened that weekend? He contacted the person, so they had to kick him out. Now he's a free agent. Tom Tom is in the Bucks, so he's like, "Yo, we need AB. Got you there. Kept you in the straight and narrow. Made you stay in his crib with his kids and his wife to make sure you have a good season, which you did well because you know you end up winning a Super Bowl. But then you over here complaining that if Tom Brady was really my boy, he wouldn't have me on no incentive deal, and then you go shit on Mike Evans as well, bro." If I was a GM, you that's the only type of deal you're giving me. You have shown me that you're very temporary. <laughs> I, you've been you've been on four teams in the last four years. And each team you have come with some type of stupid antic that got you removed from the team. I'm not about to sign, I'm not about to sign you to a three to five year deal and spend a whole lot of guaranteed money for you to be a fool. Because look what happened. The reason why. In my personal opinion, he started feeling himself is, if you didn't know about the a Buccaneers roster prior to the Jets game, a lot of their receivers were injured. So that made A.B. the go-to man. So once he started feeling himself, all hell broke loose. And now you're doing all these things. And then you're talking about you're supposed to have surgery on your ankles because you're supposed to have broken ligaments or broken bones in it. But you're in the studio, you're filming stuff, and you're trying to perform. And you were performing. You had a whole performing concert. What are we doing here, Slick? That's my rant. I'm sorry. I had to go along to the queen. Hold this man accountable. Like Shannon Sharp said, unfortunately, a team in the future is going to sign him because Despite everything he does off the field, like a clown, he's a great player on the field. He's still great. Good. But I don't know if he's great still. He's pretty good still. I, don't, I mean, I'm you not, messed up. You messed up a Hall of Fame career. That's one thing I gotta say for you. You could you could say whatever you want, Slick. I mean, I don't really care at this point. It's he he already got money. I, like I said, I think you know it's all about something. That his brain gonna go crazy when they do the CTE reports on those, but. I mean, yo, A.B., man, like you said, somebody else is going to sign him because at the end of the day, he's a name, he's a talent. I don't know if he's as great as he once was or he thinks he is, but he'll still be able to come back through. But And, yeah, some people, yeah, some people, some people, can't, some people can't get no money. That's what I think the pivot was talking about it. The new podcast with Ryan Clark, Channing Crowder and uh, Fred Taylor, and they had Ocho Cinco on. It's like, yo, once he got, he used to, he was a hard worker. He was first one in, last one out. He got that money. And boy switched up. He ain't been the same since. Everybody, sometimes people need to stay at the bottom. I know that sounds crazy to say. Sometimes people, some people, some people ain't meant to get to the top because then they're going to sabotage themselves. They stop doing what got them there. Now, and then we're just going to move quickly through these topics. Shout out to Kyrie Irving for coming back. You feel me? I know, I know you happy about that. My fantasy team, me? number one seed. Shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. Ha ha, Johnson's outside. Just know that. Just know that. I see, I see, yes, you, I yes. see you. League, a league has no name. Whatever we call each other now, just know, <laughs> numero uno, baby. <laughs> and now, and now, ain't you number the Nets two? Ain't you number two? Ain't you number two? Ain't you number two? Though, 
Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, no. I think I think you number three because I beat that ass. Yeah, because I beat that ass. Good job. Ha. Anyway, you barely won. <laughs> don't matter. I beat that ass. <laughs> beat that ass. That's not what the record said. Dame is injured. The record. Dame. So is AD. Come back. So is AD. The record. The record said I, I beat. Had, that. If I had five people, I'd be not gonna do this. The record. The record, <laughs> record said I beat that ass. I don't care. <laughs> anywho, anywho. Uh, shout out to Kai Irvin, and you know he stood to his rights, and the Nets is gonna pay the fine. To let him play, they, they trying to they, they trying to dispute I, it. They trying to dispute it. They trying to be like, nah, we not going to do that because I don't think that shit was supposed to come out yet. But Kyrie going to be a full time player before March. That's all I need. Yeah, I mean they blew out the Bulls. They had all three of them just chilling last night. So game hey. easy when you got three Hall of Famers out there with four on the bench, four former former All Stars on the bench, man. <laughs> and also, want we'll to quickly talk about this Julius Randle thing about putting the thumb downs and telling the fan to shut up. Which you got fined, what, over 30000 for that? 35000 Yeah, that boy. Yo, Julius, you're a New York man. We're ruthless out here. I'm sorry to tell you. I don't, I don't know because I know you was our poster boy last year and we were showing you wild love. But, yo, come to the Madison Square Garden. You're playing like trash. We're going to tell you you're playing like trash. If you're playing good, we're going to cheer for you. He fell in love with New York basketball. He literally, I think any Knicks fan could see it. If you can't see it, I don't think you really watch basketball. You just Knicks fan for the sake of being a Knicks fan. Julius Randle has fallen in love with that hero. He wants to just shoot. He's one of the strongest power forward. He's quick. He's athletic. He's deceptively athletic. He could get to the basket. He should get. He should be shooting ten free throws a game. He should be getting at least three and ones a game. He wants to shoot fadeaways. He wants to be mellow. He wants to play point guard and bring the ball up the court. And Thibodeau, it's a lot of Tibbs' fault because Tibbs is not holding him accountable, putting him in spots. Because last year, he, you know, once once you have an all star year under Tibbs, Tibbs is going to ride you to the wheels fall off, for lack of better words. But he's 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 playing bad. He's putting up single digit points. His scoring average is down five points. Rebounds is holding the same. Assists is about down half an assist. Turnovers is up. He's shooting ten percent less from the three point line. That's in basketball in a game with shitty percentages for you to drop ten percent. <laughs> that is massive. And he signed yeah. the con. He took the money. He, he he if he really felt like he was like he was that guy, he would have bet on himself to get that hundred and eighty million dollar contract this year. He took the one seventeen. I can't be mad at that. Secure your bag, young man. You're still a good player, but you were deemed to be better than you are. You are a great second option. I think the last couple of games with RJ Barrett wilding out, and then they just picked up Cam Reddish. Not saying he's going to be a, a third or fourth option. But, you know, R.J. Barrett has been the primary option on offense. Julius Randle's been able to kind of pick his spots. That's where his game is best at, where he doesn't have to take 25 shots because he doesn't want to go to the paint every time. He doesn't want to bang every time. He wants to shoot those jumpers. And the fans got tired of it because we we see what we have in you. Nobody thinks you're one of the top 10 players in the league, but top 25, yeah. You could play like a top 15 sometimes if you go to the basket. Especially on a team like ours where we signed all this offense. Evan Fournier stealing money. Kimber Walker got a bad knee. He ain't playing back-to-backs. I ain't going to lie. That 41-point game was a valid. It was valid, but then he followed it up by not playing. And before the 41-point game, he had, like, what, 13 or 0? And he had, like, 0, 8, 13 in games before that. He only wilds out against the Celtics. That's the problem. We paying you $18 million a year to do that. And it's like we could trade I mean, we do hate, we do hate Boston. So mm, yeah, <laughs> we New York. But they they two and two against Boston. He had him and they 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 beat Boston in the two games when they was healthy. Both teams was healthy, but then the two games where they were down players, yeah, Boston whooped that ass. So it's like, damn. Now they they're competing with them for that last spot. And this is the one year in the East. I was talking about this earlier at work, where it's like, yo, the Knicks are five hundred and they're eleventh in the East. 
Think about that. In the last 10 years, if you was 500 in the East, you was a fourth seed. I don't care what nobody said. <laughs> you was a four or five seed, maybe six. You was guaranteed to play. But you know, that showed, that showed the dominance of LeBron, though. You feel me? Now he's not in the East. The East got better. In the West, in the West, if you five, if you twenty one and twenty one or five hundred, you definitely you in the you in the top seven, you top eight, because the the West and the East kind of switched places a little bit. It's crazy. I mean, I'm pulling, yeah. for, I'm pulling for Julie. I think that was a whole move because I think as an athlete, you have a voice, but you also have to recognize where you play. Yes, you want people to love you, but you telling them not to cheer you when you finally make a good move and you been, and they let you know you were playing like shit and your shot selection is possibly one of the major points that you were playing like shit because. Hey, how you gonna be mad at that? You gonna be mad at the truth? I can't. Hey, you're right. I'm, and then also Ben Simmons still haven't touched the official game yet. He got a ring though. He went Maya Jammer. Yo, my boy Chunks. I feel for you, King. My boy Chunks, if you don't know him, he's a popular YouTuber from UK. And I didn't even know Ben Simmons and Maya Jammer was together, but you know, my boy got on their knees and gave her that ring. $800,000. Nice one. This nigga not getting the check, but he had 800000 <laughs> Niggas, they, priorities. Black men, I know you from Australia. Priorities, bro. You looking like them fresh and frit dudes out here. <laughs> you you ain't getting the check. <laughs> you probably dropping 800000 Come on, boy. <laughs> you wild. Hey, Maya Jammer. That's what I, I put a, a million dollar ring on Maya Jammer, though. But, you know. Chunks, I feel for you, King. You feel me? Wallahi. I know, bro. I know. I just want to say that. But Ben Simmons to Westbrook, I want that. that Set it up. Philly, stop playing. You and, and trade Tobias Harris to us, too. He, he's a shell of himself in Philly. Let him come to the Lakers real quick. We'll trade you anybody except for LeBron. Malik Monk, LeBron, and AD. AD After that, AD it's, 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 it's straight picking for anybody that you want. AD can go, too. Huh? AD can go, too. I know, but I still want, have faith he, in him. He won his ring and stopped caring about basketball. That nigga turned into Julius Randle. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm, I'm going to hold out faith for you, bro. You, you know, LeBron is playing wonderful. You feel me? Nigga shitted on me for drafting him number one, but he dropping 30 and yeah. most of his game, you know, the fucking five. Right. LeBron almost had you, you to know. Number, LeBron almost had you to the number one seed until you ran up against the real nigga. <laughs> you beat me by one category. <laughs> Good fuck. Yes, what they say in the history books is going to say what? Yeah, lost loser. Oh my god! I'm take a Anywho, let's talk about this Roddy Rich nah, um, nah. false flagging situation. You want you going to go? You going to talk for a while about that? Let's play some music. Nah, 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 nah. It's just a just a. We just going to go through these next um three topics real quick, and we also got shit on Tristan Thompson. Matter of fact, let's let's shit on Tristan Thompson first because that goes on the NBA before we get to Roddy Rich. Tristan Thompson, we're not going to dive too deep in the situation. You are trash, nigga, and this is why, especially for Jamaicans, you feel me? That's why you got to get you a Haitian. We see faithful. Nah, boule, so Canada. I'm say. <laughs> you no, Jamaican niggas no, be no, wilding no, out no, here. No, That's Gallus, no. What the? Yeah. What, what? <laughs> yeah. 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 Nigga, nigga, nigga had one plate of sauce fire, that nigga Haitian over here. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tristan Thompson. So you are you are putting a bad name for us black men out here, bro. You keep embarrassing Chloe out here, bro. What is on your biscuit, bro? You, you got a private Snapchat, and you. My thing is about it. If you going to cheat, brother, why are you cheating with no condom on street, nothing raw and shorty, and then you want to sit here talking about that's not your kid, and then that's your kid. 
Yeah, no, nah, that was the bad part. The fact that he dev you niggas niggas cheating with no condom is really like that's that's mental behavior. That should be like a what's it called? That should be a crime. That should be sexual and then assault. You wanna, then you wanna put a public announcement and say, I, I, I need I need to read what he said real quick. I'm not gonna stay too much on this topic because homie got me upset. Cause I'm like, yo, I be trying to preach for black men over here. I'm I'm part of the Faithful Black Men Association, and this nigga keep fucking me, fucking up my little preaching shit when I be talking to women out here. Maybe he didn't (laughs) like her new face. He didn't like the 2020 model. No. (laughs) Oh no. Okay, let's go. (laughs) Get us canceled. And our first part of the day over here. Sorry, Rona. He want. (laughs) He want to sit here. This way. Chloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve the heartache, the humiliation that I have caused you. You don't deserve the way I have treated you over the years. My actions certainly have not found, <laughs> lined up with the way I view you. I have the utmost respect and love for you, regardless of what you may think. Again, I'm so incredibly sorry. If you so story, nigga, keep your dick in your pants, nigga. The fuck is wrong with you over here? Nigga, he ain't right there. Help up. Chris Jenner wrote that for him. Apologize to my daughter. How <laughs> dare you? I call her real daddy OJ to come get you. You feel me? You do not have the utmost respect for her. Like, if you did, even if you was cheating, you would make sure you would have nutted in a condom and put hot sauce on it like my nigga Drake. <laughs> Can we talk about that real quick, though? Yes. Shorty trying, to, Shorty trying to sue him. I'm like, so you tried to steal my semen and you going to sue me? Because, I mean, first off, it's, it it's almost ingenious for him to put hot sauce. Like, you going to try to get it? Fuck it. I want to see you try. I know when she said, ah, that nigga was dying. Drake probably went to the bathroom like, <laughs> like oh, you simple bitch. <laughs> like, so if you don't know, Drake, you know, you know my boy out here, the gallus himself, <laughs> champagne poppy. The hot sauce you know, he semen. Get chub- <laughs> you feel me? Um, you know, he get chubs to go get him some girls to line up. So he bought, uh, he bought a nice little young thing. That's what, they, that's what they call him out there in Canada. A thing. A thing. You know. Uh, you know they did the dirty. You know he he made sure he took the condom off because he, you know, he want to get trapped the second time. Shorty waited till he went to sleep. She went to the bathroom to go get the condom and try to turkey base her coochie with it. But you know her inside started the pH balance was off. <laughs> Shit, she she got she got a hot pocket. <laughs> she did have a hot pocket. That was good. A hey, virtual high five. That was a great fucking. <laughs> Got a hot pocket, and then you want to sit here and, and complain? Yeah, he told you straight up. Yeah, I put hot sauce in that shit to destroy <laughs> all the kids in there. <laughs> genocide. <laughs> Wait, is that genocide? <laughs> Yo, but then she talked about trying to sue men. I was like, how you gonna sue me? What did I do to you? You made a conscious decision. First off. You ain't look at the condom to see like yo, what's happening here. Why you ain't like man, they didn't look like regular semen. Like come on, like, what? Hey, what you gonna you gonna fix your lips to say you gonna sue? That makes absolutely no sense. You're not getting shit. I should sue you. Facts, like bro, like she was really walling for that. And I'm like, yo, shout out to you, Drake, because you learned your lesson getting your baby mama pregnant. So you're not trying to have a little one out here. Boy, say yo, that's right. why I tell them. They got signed. What you said? He got signed the NDA on entry. And be like, oh, where are you wildin'? Say less. Well, now nah, niggas gonna have to just throw their condoms out the window. <laughs> Yo, I can't wait. Children about to drop the, the fire and ice Drake edition. This is gonna be a light skin condom with spice, a little hot sauce, <laughs> a little peppers on this shit. Man, oh my god! Drake what's, a, what's a what's a good Fred um Frank hot sauce gonna come out with a new edition over here? <laughs> like, yo, these Drake condoms. The condom, the sperm killer. You know? <laughs> 
Fuck Plan B. But Fuck but oh boy, it really put the. <laughs> but you know who? But you know? But you know who I would give my my sperm to? Oh, Joe Scott. Oh, my God. You know how happy I was when I thought alleged sex tape came out. You know, I don't want, you know, sex tape to come out without consent. You know, all that good well, disclaimer. Mean, yeah, but if it's here, I'm Joe mean, Scott. If it's here, I'm, like, I'm all here for it. We seen the video. She was giving that microphone work. Let it spray on her. Oh, child. Something about a girl taking a photo. You know what? <laughs> You are a sick, sick individual. Official, yo, yo, let's talk about it real quick. Yo, don't, ladies, don't, take that facial and swallow it, baby girl. Don't <laughs> run away from the cup over here. You were doing so well. You were doing so well. I was really, I was the wild with Epson. He really had to go there. You better hope people to listen. Yo, at this point. don't be afraid of that. Come, don't run away, baby. You feel me? Take all, take, take, take my essence. <laughs> Don't need no other body. <laughs> nah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Meet my kids face to face. But the Jill Scott, you know, I don't want her sex tape to come out without her consent. But I ain't gonna lie. Jill Scott is one of those women. Like, yeah. yeah. She got a body on her. And you know, I saw she, what she did with that microphone. You, you, you she, know, you she know it's beautiful. Real. You know it's real. Like You know Jill, Jill's gonna turn you out. And they probably make you some she, some fish and grits afterwards, like from scratch. What? She's gonna get raw oats and turn them shits into grits. Me. With her bare hands. Now oh man. Now before we get to uh, the song of the week, let's do this body rich real quick. So, I mean, did I play the audio? Nah, right? Nah. Should be. It's an hour and twenty. Let's get the people out of here before they curse us out for coming back with a fucking three hour episode when we get as soon as the year's <laughs> turn. Yeah, um, sp- Yo, if you didn't hear about the Roddy Rich situation, he got called out for false allegedly false flagging. Even though, from if you listen to the audio, you could tell that's not true at all. And it's just a reminder to all you rappers out here: is be very careful on who you keep in contact with, especially if you're from the hood, because a lot of your dudes over there are gonna be jealous of you and jealous of your success, and they're gonna want you to be in the same position. Someone like Roddy, who's making 20, 20 mil last year, should not be hanging around nowhere near a hood or try to keep it, quote unquote, gangster or G. That's stupid. If you have not seen from all the rappers death that have been going on in the past couple of years, they have some way in shape got killed in their hometown or near their hoods or in a hood generally. So, yo. Hey, if he's false flagging, yo, let him false flag. If you don't want to be crip no more, let him not be crip because he's there for a bigger service now and he has the potential to feed and employ so many other people that you should be happy that he's nowhere near hood. If you really a big homie or a big OG, you wouldn't even let him touch the block at all. Not even on some on some giving away turkey stuff, to be honest with you. Just tell him just to send the turkeys and we'll handle it type shit. That's that if I was if I was a big homie like that, I would tell him, yo, just send the turkeys or whatever, send the toys and we'll give it out. You stay far away from here. Cause they ain't we hear too many rappers dying in their in their in their neighborhoods and their hometown for keeping it real. And like they should probably say, when keeping it real goes wrong. You don't want to be on that wrong side, especially if you're making twenty million, twenty-one million dollars a year. Big facts. Now we have reached the part of the song of the week. You know, YouTube don't fuck with us like that. 
And they probably not gonna fuck with the beginning part too. So you might as well already listen to to one of the major streaming platforms such as Stitcher. You feel me? Spotify, iHeart, iTunes to listen to all our recordings and stuff like that. So here's the song of the week, Slick. What you hitting them off with? First one, I gotta play this first before I play the best song I've ever heard in my last like five years of existence of, as an adult. This right here, we're going to start with that. Kodak. I know I know Kodak is probably a shitty person. I watched his Rolling Loud set. That nigga might be able to go over in the verses against Jay-Z. This super gremlin. Let's run it. When we took these superstars, we've been rather wrecking cars. Bro, is that Jambo? What is that stage for us? Kicking up. seven songs i was going to do but for time i'll save them uh this next record i honestly like i said this is probably the uh the best song i've heard in a long time like actual long time the weekend just dropped the dawn fm project um and this project when i tell you this fucking record right here it's a it's a sample from a kate uh tokyo pop song from years ago right but this shit is called out of time Shout out to Ron. He sent it to me when I was down bad with the Ron. He said, this is probably going to be a song in the week. And I was like, you lying. And then I I played this shit. This shit is amazing. So this is out of time. The weekend. <laughs> Baby 
lie when I tell you that sonically, the, the cadence, the flow, the production quality, this like, boy, he did with the. Oh, well, Tim Timberland's calling it nah, nah, uh, a classic. Timberland was Timberland was drunk. I'm not gonna lie, it's, a, it's good. I've been listening to it with the good headphones, but that song, like when I tell you, like that song, I played it honestly like 97 times already, and I started listening to it on when I started went back to work on Tuesday. Like, the feeling I get when I hear that song, like, I dance around like I'm off cocaine. Like, I did concerts in the crib. I heard it's Diet Coke. Nah, that shit, right? That shit is... <laughs> ain't like his, it's not like his early projects. That's what I heard. It's a pop album. They it's call a hundred, it Diet... They, they, they nah, call nah, it nah. Diet It's 100% an 80s pop ain't, ain't, album. Ain't the special Coke. Nah, ain't nah. like... Cal- it's not California that fucking Coke. Record right, like Alabama Coke. That fucking record right there is fucking the purest of cocaina. That shit is straight from Colombia. That... When I tell you oh. that... That record... Play that shit in your headphones on the way to work. I, I don't care if you have so, it. So, so, so you're calling this album P? Pusha P? I ain't going to call I mean, <laughs> shit. I didn't. I don't even like that shit. But we're going to run that shit record, I'm assuming, correct? Wait, wait. Yes, but before, you know, you know, you know, that's the new trend right now. If you've seen, if you've been seeing a lot of the P emoji, you know everybody's in tune into the drip season forever. The fourth and final is installment of the tripping season by by gunner and everybody's pushing p you know and pushing p could mean a lot of things it's just basically to cut it up for for short it's basically being a real individual bossing up your chick being a real nigga off the internet risking your life to feed your family all that good stuff according to gunner is p so here's pushing his pushing p by gunner future and young thug drop it slick Push P. Yeah, push P. Turn me up. Turn me up, P. Uh-huh. Putting us in the paddock in my piece. I'm pushing P. Cop new hammers for my piece. We don't want no peace. Got a spot across the spot. Jeff for peace. Drop the data, now we plotting. Exotic peace. She not a lesbian for peace, she turned pesbian. Push a P, I'm push a P. On capital P, I write the president, count president. Push a P. Portuguese on her knees, mopping down a P. She let me squeeze and she leave, cause she keep a P. Private suite, privacy, bitch, I'm pushing P. Purple paint, pussy paint, bitch, I'm pushing P. Push a P, I'm pushing P. Push a P, I'm pushing P. Yeah. Push a P, I'm pushing P. Push a P. I'm pushing P. Yeah. Pop a P. I'm paranoid. I can't sleep with pockets deep. Got rest on me. Why they watching me? I'm pushing P. I'm pushing P. Pushing P. I'm pushing P. Good album. I'm not Good gonna be, album. I'm not gonna be outside, but I know you outside hooligans are gonna listen to that shit. Hey, yeah, we gonna pee for everything. If you saw seeing me using an emoji, you already know pushing pee out here. Oh yeah. man. No, but you know, this next song, you know, cue up that gunshot. I'll tell you when to let let them guns go. You know, you know, this this these two bros have like a unspoken beef with one another. If you don't know that's Brooklyn and the Bronx, but you know, we could come together musically and produce some heat so here's quelly woo and set the trend gravity gunshot slick 
When I went through this, no, I'd rather be Keep it such a young, no niggas after me TB said he pull up, it's a tragedy Bend your blood, cause another casualty Said nobody bigger than me I don't double the V, I'm a horrible TP, who that think I spot me a G? He get popped like a bro, think he fuckin' with me Brother up, said he double with me Like, four, five, like I'm off his feet Drop the O, drop the G's We lift him up like it's no gravity Leanin' my bitch at this time, no, she cheat Knock a flash and ain't no me and Greek He got left in the backseat, taxi He got hit in the head, I don't fuck the store You get left with dead, holla, bitch, you red, turn that boy to ash, ash. Pull up, make you panic, you in the hood, moving like a band. Take a seat if you niggas can't stand me. Keep tan, so why would I pay? Y'all hit through the tents, hollows, making fans. Just put up some walk, lift if I ain't landing. Give me a shot, I'ma take it. Girl, you sexy, let the wave shake it. And she on that drop and rake shit. Betty on Tommy, yeah, she far from basic. Got her wetter when I lace with. She want it now, told her I have patience. So we pull up, leave you brainless. Like, TB said he moving dangerous. Betty like the way I'm tasting. Slippin', that's why that shit is contagious. Got that beam, why the fuck would I chase it? Feelin' one less than I'm up, we erase them. Too many dead, I still know who I'm facing. TB the cousin for me, he gon' blaze it. We got hit in this shot, we ain't it. Man, I'm tryna drink it, I'm a stinker. Hey, cut it off, Slick. Hey, that was Quelly Wu set the trend. You feel me? Brooklyn to the Bronx. That was gravity. Already know the vibes, you know. But now, you know, we're here for the people's favorite. The first TSA of the year. You already know what it is. The toxic service announcement. Slick, drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. Yes, yes, it's the TSA, the Toxic Service Announcement. We're not going to give you the disclaimer because you better be a fan of our podcast if you listen to it right now and understand that we're not generalizing everyone. These are just purely from our experiences. Unless you're a sponsor. So we have two. You know, we're not generalizing anyone because, you know, you're trying to get paid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we have two Toxic Service. You know how it goes. We have two Toxic Service Announcements, and then we have the extra one on patreon so go make sure you subscribe to our patreon it's only cost a cup of coffee so you feel me go support us on that platform now we have two topics today now recently i've been seeing on tiktok of men one you know just a question when should women try to pay for a date the first one what's your thought on that Oh damn! Like, you didn't even no, let no, me finish. No, no, but no, but no. Listen to what I said. I know somebody was like, "This nigga here, even out the games." <laughs> nah, I mean like the attempt. You're not going to pay for the first one. You're not going to probably pay for the second. One. You're not going to probably pay for the third one. Hell, you might not pay for the fourth one. But the attempt on the first one, it goes a long way to show you got your own. I ain't trying to just be nobody fool, nigga. Just anybody fool, nigga. You feel me? So if you just sit there like, mm, "That was good. I'm ready to go home now." Uh, wait a minute, bitch. <laughs> you're not even gonna try to take out your little your little chase debit card. Do you feel me? You're not gonna attempt to get the pocketbook, my mom. What's going I'm about on? To say, with even you? a little like you can't. You guys just put your hand in there and wait. Like I, I, I appreciate that. Like I, you know, I got this. That's I don't got it. And I'm like, hey, right, we about to ante up. You ordered lobster, yeah. and, and crab rolls, and shit. No, you feel me? Surfing turf. I didn't even know you knew about surfing turf over here. Not, I don't really let women pay. And you want dessert? Yeah, I, don't, I didn't really let women pay early on, especially like the first date, especially because we went on a date. Unless I, unless I honestly didn't want to, uh, uh, this is going to be fucked. This might not go up. If we ever went on a date and I made, you ended up paying the first date, that just means I didn't want to be there. I just went because I had nothing to do. I'm sorry. I'm just being completely honest. <laughs> it's a friendship. Is, we friends, my mom. I saw a tweet earlier. Somebody was like, girl was like, oh, we was in a relationship for two years and never had sex. Y'all just dragging it. And somebody was like, no, beloved, that was your friend. <laughs> 
because um, I saw I saw a TikTok like one guy um said like you know after three dates if she don't even try to pay for one of the dates then you'll cut her off and then there was a lot of dude I heard like yo she don't pay for one day after six months shorty is not it and now granted we're not saying we post like obviously we're, we're you know they both claiming like you know for at least the first to three dates the guy should be paying but you gotta put but, a little effort in like a list yo just pull out your wallet real quick let me see what you got just flash it oh that's a platinum card oh she's going she got good credit oh that's a that's a coles card she is down bad <laughs> yo i feel like i feel like either the fourth or the fifth date we have a general sense of one another most likely in most cases you probably you probably touch the box <laughs> for the most part I feel like after you touch the box, then you know y'all oh, should be oh, separated. Yeah, we, if we fuck, girl. We 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 familiar. What the fuck you mean you don't? Got <laughs> I, I've been inside you, mama, <laughs> and your mouth and your vagina. It's like this, Probably raw too, bro. So you better. Let's like, say like this broke weak ass nigga. Like I wasn't weak when I was blowing your back out. Yeah, I'm you feel me? That's the shit too. Like that's what you know what you know. I was gonna say four or five days, but I'm like, yo, once I'm inside you, my mom, you can you can split a four for four. Like you could pay for the mail for your boy. You know, I don't even want you to pay. I just want you to show show common decency that you willing to pay. Like don't just sit here like um that I'm the prize shit. Don't fly with me at my big age. It might have worked when I was 21, 22. 20, 20, 28, 29 years. Like it's just like, yeah, because like, you know you know that also that show me is like like that means that most of these dates are my idea. Yeah, you because 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 if you if you're taking me on a date that's showcasing what you like to do or what you like to do together, you most likely will have to pay for it. Like if we make a reservation or you know if we do rock climbing, some wild shit. That means you took the initiative to plan a date for us. Yeah, don't be planning no eight hundred dollar date. You just sitting here looking at me like, so you want pay, bitch? I didn't even want to come. <laughs> Like, what the fuck is wrong? Warzone just came out, man. You feel know I me? Mean? You said you wanted a man that don't cheat. I'm learning how to play the game so I don't cheat on you. Obviously, what, why am I here? Now, this is I had to drive three hours to get here, three hours to get back, and now I got to do strenuous activity, and I got to pay, and you on your period. You're not, even, you're not even trying to suck no dick in the mountain. Oh my god, fuck you! I'm not. I'm leaving you here. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely like yo four or five dates. Like I need you to plan a date, regardless about paying. I'm gonna need you to plan a date. I'm gonna need you to plan a date. You're show not gonna you, sit here and go, go to all my go, go to all my go to all my sauce places. Just so you get, can bring you it out of my food location. Just so you can bring your nigga that's out of town with you when he come back. Fuck out of here, I, nigga. You feel me? Now y'all both now, gotta now, die. Now you, now you know the best seafood restaurant in the yeah, dance. I took you, I took you for them. I took you to the all you can eat lobster and shrimp spot in the city that niggas don't know about yet. And now you gonna just bring? I'm gonna see you posting. The, you ain't post when I was there, but you gonna post it. You know, know how they do the hand? Or they show the plate. You can see the hand in the corner. Like this raggedy. Bitch, <laughs> you feel me? We show yo fellas 2022. We showing our faces in these I'm pictures. We're not letting them get in there boomerang off without showing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be there under the plate, like you better, t- you better get me in this damn flight. Like, oh, no, this, like no, no, this bitch. Then I'm, I'm on the way. I'm calling Raul. Hey, we're gonna be like, yo, bro, who she there with? Remember that girl I was with? She there? Oh, yeah, she's here. She's here. That's not you. No, Chen is not fucking me, nigga. Because you know, I think, what, go ahead, I'm gonna be a dick too. I'm going to charge that shit to my car and then cancel and clean fraud. Like, I wasn't there. What you mean? I was, like, yo, this dinner's taken care of. Oh, old, old boy picked it up. What's, what Jamie Tox said? He, he paid for shorty dick. Oh, nah. I, I ain't canceled. That. You ain't got to be And then tell my bank, yo, somebody stole my car. Now you got to go to jail, my mom. I'm sorry. You, you over here, you scamming. Sorry. 
Yo, dead ass. And like, you know, I know a lot of good places in the low east side. So I'm like, if I catch you in one of my Thai places, oh, we scrapping over here because you're not about to take some new nigga to my spot. That'd be the worst thing Word. ever. Like, and then he break your don't, heart. Don't show him my soul. Look, 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 and then he break your heart. Now you want to come back. Like, who the fuck do you think you is? You didn't pay for none of those three or four dates I took you on, but you took other niggas to my spot. Mm-mm-mm. So facts. That's so like shit. I'm saying the fourth or the fifth date, mama, it should be ain't your not, it should be your date idea. I'm about to say ain't nothing when they come back after after they played your shit. Like, so you you, you try and go go eat? Bitch, I don't know you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're dead to me. Oh, you <laughs> over. oh the the six five nigga that's playing ball overseas. Oh, you better call him and see if he wanna go get something to eat. That ass. Bet like you, you, bet you paid for, out, mama. Bet you paid for that date, didn't you? <laughs> go feel good bitch ass hoe. <laughs> so yeah i mean like you know if i'm saying right now if we're having sex you should be paying for one of the dinners my mom or one of the dates, offering offering and and, and, and and the thing about it is you it don't have to be nothing expensive like yo take me to what's the place you know chelsea piers go do some activities Thanks. mini golf she's gonna be hitting the pockets that much yeah teach me how well, to at least you know bike. show me that you like me yeah, about that's that's literally what all the guy want we just want to be showing that you like us let us know our attempts because most of the time like I said, niggas with money is different because niggas with money they they assume they can have any girl even if they got no play. That's how you get fresh and fit. Sorry, that was that was a shot, but it was necessary. Keep throwing them shots. Keep yeah. throwing them shots. Fuck but niggas. <laughs> if a dude really like you and you on your oh let's be all right let let's make fun of women. I'm sorry, Lee, I got to make fun of y'all. Blame it on the Rona though. You either got the girls that just got out of a relationship, so they not trying to. I'm just trying to you know it's it's cold, but they want to have their whole phase. But <laughs> but they like I'm not trying to get in a relationship. It's the girl that really like you, but she just like oh. I, I don't trust you. I have trust issues. My heart hurts. And then you got the girl that's with the shits. Like, yo, I don't care where this go, but I'm just trying to get my rocks off and you cute. But we can hang out. I like hanging out with you. You feel me? It's like, yo, show me you like me. I'm not just a piece of meat. Because obviously I'm trying to get with you because I I see something in you. I don't just take any girl to all you can eat lobster tails. The fuck? I take them checkers. You feel me? I get you one of them sourburn steak instead of a stand on. You know I'm about to say, like? I, t- I take you to the fucking food festival. Yeah, I took you to something aesthetically pleasing. But guess what? This place don't cost more than eight dollars a pop. I know you can't eat that much. You're not gonna eat more than sixty four dollars worth. We lit. <laughs> ah man, we got one more, one more topic. We switching up. Yeah, yeah, we got one more topic. So the get issues. the get the TikTok ready. I got it. So this is the For issues one. Yeah, the issues one. Right. Let's drop it. One of my issues with you is you seem to never have any problems. You tend to kind of just everything's go with the flow. Nothing ever bothers you. At least you don't say it. And although I feel like we balance each other, at times I have felt like you might be secretly holding all these grudges against me because you just never, ever have anything negative to say. And I'm like, I know I'm perfect, but not that perfect. (laughs) I don't like conflict. So to me, it's just like, is it that serious to start something now? But it doesn't mean we're starting something because that's with the assumption that in you expressing your feelings, it's going to cause a fight. I feel like in you expressing your feelings, it's going to clarify something and it's going to make us better. And it's going to make me a better partner to you because I might not notice how something's impacting you because your face is like stone all the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. So. Damn. Slick as a nonchalant person like you are. What's your thoughts on this? Yeah, you're going to say that as I'm wiping a tear from my eye. Relax. Um, 
<laughs> Sorry, COVID. But but you're but just but me and him both similar. Me and you are both similar. Like him, we don't really like the drama too much. Yeah, I, I definitely I got where both parties were coming from. I feel like men's is just like yo, I don't want to argue, and I, I I respect the for vocalizing like I want you to uh you know tell me how you're really feeling because I don't. And sometimes like if you I we probably I can say a lot of our female bashing moments i guess you could say on the show because i guess that's how it comes over some points is from misunderstandings we've had women in the past right and i think that a lot of misunderstandings yes. with women is that we say women don't apologize and i guess probably say a lot of those women probably didn't know there was anything to apologize for or you know a lot of times if it's not handled in the moment and this is not trying to say old women but in our, my personal experience probably your experience women too a lot of our experiences are that women will you know, if you don't address it right then and there, it, 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 okay, it's fine. We're good. We're good. We're great. We're good. We're good. We're great. And it, it's really not. It's just like at that moment, I don't know how to address it with you. So, and I also don't want to fight about it because a lot of times the things that will upset us, I know if the shoes on the foot, we might possibly be defensive. And if you think of defensive men, it's scary. A defensive woman is one of the most horrifying sights you could possibly see for a person. Oh, they like go, us. they go for the juggler. Yeah, a, one of the most scary things you could possibly see as a nonchalant or a non-confrontational man. So the fact that he's like, even the point when she was saying like, you know, I, I want clarity, I want this. That sounds all fine and well, but he knows what you like when you're angry, <laughs> and he definitely mm-hmm. knows that. If he pressed that button, now it's gonna open a whole lot of other doors because. Again, in past in the past, I've been in a situation where like you try to bring something to attention, but it's like nah. I've been told you can't still be mad at that, or I've been told you can't, you know, or yeah, but you did this, so how you how you gonna be mad at that? How you gonna be upset at this? And it's like what? But you ask how I'm why and how I'm feeling the way I do, and then it becomes a whole resentment argument thing, and it's like what the fuck? Like how do we get here? Like that's why I should have just shut the fuck up, you know? It's it's dangerous, and I think it's like. Everybody says that they want an open and honest partner, but I don't feel like either party is really has the ability naturally to be open and honest because you open yourself to those kind of tough conversations. And for a lot of people, like I'm not wired for that. I personally know I'm not. I haven't been wired for that since I was like 14. I stopped arguing like when I was like 13, 14 years old. I, like, I just didn't have it in me anymore because you can't make somebody see your point of view, even if they want to see it their reaction might not be conducive to the way that you need to be loved or you need to be responded to. You feel me? So it, it's, 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 it's very tiring trying to... You want somebody to learn how to love you. You want somebody, you want somebody to know how to love you. You want them to learn how to love you as well. My thing is, like, I feel like once you're with somebody long enough, you should be able to tell when their vibe is off and just check in. Because sometimes that goes a long way, too. I might be nonchalant, but I'm like, oh, you checked in. I, I appreciate that, you know? I'm okay right now. I'm dealing with it. Sometimes I have to deal with things on my own before I can bring it to you. But uh, uh, again, in that process, you might have to wait a couple of months or years because it's like I still don't necessarily know what I'm feeling. And I do feel bad because then sometimes that can lead to feelings of resentment or, you know, you feeling like I'm resenting you or angry at you when it's just like, you know, it's me still growing as a person. It's, it's sometimes you can't put that on other people. What you think? I don't, I don't, I don't want to stop. Oh, okay. Perfect. You stop. Right. I was going, I wasn't trying to cut you off, but I wanted to agree on one of your parts is not knowing how I'm feeling. And that's so true as men, especially black men, we're not really in tune with our emotions sometimes. So sometimes we might feel the way, but, and you have to understand, and this might, this might not go well, but we can't just talk to you 
right off the gate because we still have to be respectful of your feeling and you have to, and then a lot of women no not a lot of women some women put up for sometimes puts up a tough front but they're really sensitive inside so sometimes if we just blurt out exactly how we feel it could come off a bit insensitive even though that was not our intention condescending so we have to yeah so we have to formulate it and then we're not really built like that off the rip to formulate a proper answer. And also a lot of things I'm realizing too, certain women dig too deep into that. When I it's like, I really don't have a problem with it and they don't want to accept that. They want to force you to have a problem with this. And it's just like, maybe I just don't have a problem with it. You know what I mean? And it's like, you probably digging too deep or you're looking for something in too deep within the situation yeah, when like the I was situation sur- like didn't I was, call for that like i was surface level mad now you're trying to go deeper into like my childhood psyche I'm like no i just was mad like i just didn't like it and you're projecting yourself on me since you have a problem or you want to like create a problem you're trying to put project that on me and and have me mirror your image or your energy and it does not work for me and then also a lot of thing is and i might get flack for this is Women have a constant need for us showing, not all women, some, some women yeah, have some, a constant need of us. Yeah, some some women have a constant need of always having the individual show their love or attention or their affection, which is not a bad thing. But sometimes a constant need is, it's 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 a bad thing. It is a bad thing. It's like exhausting. I have to constantly show myself to you, like you constantly putting me through tests. You constantly have to jump through hula hoops just to show like, cause you know, I don't, cause sometimes I made a joke back in my young years. Like, I feel like some of y'all, I, I always used to say, I feel like some certain women weren't loved as kids because of the constant need and attention that are required for y'all because it'd be like, yeah. Cause I know a couple of homegirls now, like they constantly need affirmation. They constantly need reinsurance. Like they're going to be abandoned. Hey, you might not know. They might have abandonment issues. Who knows? But how you dare do you run say across that some them. women like that? Huh? How, how dare you say that to them? Make that joke and <laughs> yeah. have the comments inflamed. Oh, your inbox was going crazy that day, nigga. Yeah, hey, I said some. I said some women. If the shoes fit, right? <laughs> like, the shoe fit. What you want me to do? <laughs> yeah. So I I run across a lot of women and either dating or just friendship that they need a constant reinsurance, constant like. So certain girls really feel like if they don't know how exactly how you feel, or you don't show them how you feel like almost every single moment, they feel like you don't love them or you're going to leave them or you're, and that could be for some trauma that need to be addressed. But you have to, like you say, you just got to understand your partner and understand how he collect and have a conversation. Like if you know your partner doesn't like trauma and you want to talk about certain thing that affects you, come at it from a different angle. And then if you do come at it from a different angle or from the same angle and it's going left, Take a step back, breathe, and come back at it again and have a, a reasonable conversation. And if and if that don't work, then you're right. The lady in the in the TikTok is right. It is a problem then because y'all will never be able to communicate or even grow once another. Cause like I said in the previous episode before, a lot of a lot of reason why a lot of my relationships or situationship failed is because of communication issues where instead of addressing problems right then and there and coming to resolve and having a compromise or just be able to resolve it hundred percent, we allowed it to 
go under the rug and then the rug just it was a fucking safe <laughs> in the rug at, at, at one point and then now any little thing blows you up and even like a small issue will be a big issue because y'all never address certain issues so i understand that concept but sometimes you be picking the bone or you just be picking that thin air and create an issue from doing that as well so it's just knowing your partner and able to build a, a proper communication skill or technique or whatever, a system between you uh, and understanding and knowing when your partner needs space. Because sometimes I know me, once I start getting heated, I don't want to talk. And then I know I come across a situation when women will force you to talk and then I start spilling out stuff that I don't even want to spill out. And that just creates a whole lot of problem in itself. Big facts. So, you know, just, just build with your partner, talk with your partner. Understand understand their limits because that's a lot of thing too is understanding your partner's limits as well. And guys too, I, this goes for both both everybody because you know there's more than one gender now. So it goes for all genders. Like understanding your partner, understanding their limits, and understand pushing, knowing when to push the line for certain causes, and just be open to communication. I think that's a great way to end it, right? Very mature of us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We getting better. You know. You know what it is. It's the end of the episode. You know, please follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If you need brand deals, business opportunity, email us at This Might Not Go at gmail.com. Please subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive content because we're going to be having an extra to- text, um, toxic topic. And we're also having a music debate with Jermaine Dupree and who he could take on a versus, but that's something else. You already know what it is. I'm the host with the most B Breezy, aka Poppy Side Zone. It's your boy Slick Grayson, y'all. Y'all be good. You know, and Try to tell them we up next, you can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk, he gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong, but if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga, oh well. We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well.